Today's cold open is brought to you by the McRib, a sandwich with 71 ingredients and none of them rib. <laughs> that was good. Are you ready? <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> uh, we're doing our, our cold open, and this is the McRib episode that we had promised ages ago. What, what, what episode were we recording? That was we uh, the first Lucy we did. That was oh, current, yeah, events, yeah. Uh, current events, pre-election, and maybe Whoa. current events post-election. I gotta be honest with you, this thing looks fucking disgusting. Yeah, this he's looks, not been very excited yeah, about it. Yeah, this does not look good. Um, it's not bad. When I think of McDonald's, I don't think of uh, rib. I mean, it doesn't have any rib in it. Remember? Yeah, I do. Unfortunately, I do. Oh, man, this looks awful. Yeah. And you like fries, though, right? I do, but uh, I just took some of my Kratom, so I don't usually eat when I take my Kratom. But I'll take a bite of this just to... You're going to take, like, a two, bi- a bite. two. I'm going to take bites. a bite. So then you can say you tried it. I you did really try it two with bites. one bite. Yes, I definitely All right, I mean, this is going on the internet forever, so I have a it's refined, up to them to decide I have if you actually tried it. I have a palate, dude. I can taste anything in one bite. No, you do not. I do. What is this? This Tim Tams. That was sent to me from a uh, fan of mine in Australia. They're Australian candy. They look hella sugary. Oh, they are. They're all. They're. 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 I, I was gonna say they're awful, but they're not awful. They're just. That's a lot of sugar. That's why there's only three of those. Two actually taken out of this. Oh my god. Yeah. The whole thing's nine. Yeah. Like you should eat one a week. Yeah. <laughs> they're only like eighty calories though. Apparently per one. Are they vegan? Which like is, Oreos? I don't know. I have no clue. No Doesn't idea. that freak you out that ve- Oreos are vegan? I what freaks me out is that Oreos was the. Uh, was not the starter of the cream-filled cookie. It was Hydrox. And then Oreos came in. That name. In. Yeah, it was Sounds an awful like a name. cleaning material. Yeah, but, and then Oreos came in and was like, all right, well, we're the big guys now. And then... <laughs> okay. Hydrox was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, damn, all right, sorry. I thought we knew how to make cream sandwiches, but we were all wrong. His face right now is just split in half by a smile. I'm He's not swallowing this. So happy. I'm not swallowing this. He's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> this tastes like something you get at a school lunch. At a school lunch. This is I was exactly- literally just about to say that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not swallowing this. It's not happening. <laughs> I'm going to spit this out. This is fucking gross. Don't dude. spit it on your sandwich. I know, I know. Yeah, you can have that. That's all Hell you Oh, yeah. I'll tell you. Um, well, he didn't like it. Yeah, this is bad. What is it you didn't like about uh, it? The consistency. Hold on. It's very soft. No, it's very soft. With this, uh, hold on. He can't. Obviously, they can't hear you saying. Yeah, He's just walking away. He's probably doing something real dramatic, like washing his mouth out like a little baby. Like a little bit of, I don't know, whatever's in the McRib will really hurt you that much, I think. Probably not. <laughs> um, Sweet. More for right. me. So, it tasted, it was soft. But it had a little bit of a crunch to it. That's the problem. That's the pickle. That's that. That's the problem. I did not have no pickle in that bite. I'm telling you right now, that pickle was in the middle. So you didn't try it. You <clears> I didn't try know. it. I did try it. I take pickles off my burgers when I eat them. So, all right, that's fair. Second, it tastes like something you would buy, you would get at a school lunch. That's exactly what it, it tastes was. Funny, like. right before you said it, it was like in my mind. I'm like, yeah, this tastes just like. Yeah, it tastes I think just they like. Had these. Uh, yeah, they probably did. That's probably where they got them wholesale. McDonald's buys them from the same supplier that supplies school lunches. Only when pork is at its lowest. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm about it. I, nah. I'll never get one again. Yeah. Like, I'll just remember, this was pre 
uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted that. to see how they tasted yeah. with all of that stress in my body. Understandable. Um, it tastes about the same. Yeah, no, uh, couldn't. Couldn't be me. I have a. I, I don't have a refined palate at all. I eat shitty food all the time, but that is pretty shitty. That is quite shitty. Where do you rate it? On I don't know. Shitty. It, yeah. In shit terms specter? of like, in terms of other fast food like icons, you know what I mean? Like, is it better than a Whopper? Is it worse? No. Than, you know what I mean? That kind. It's of thing. worse than all of them. The, I don't. I can't think of a fast food iconic like. Meal like the Whopper. Or is this like worse than anything at Arby's? Oh, I love Arby's. Oh, yes, dude, Arby's dude, is the shit. That's man. controversial. I'm keeping Arby's in business right now. I fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. I love Arby's, dude. I fucking absolutely adore Arby's. I'll eat the shit out of Arby's, dude. I get their potato cakes. They're not good, but my mom used to get them. And they remind me of my mom, so I that's why I get my them. Mo- my mom's taste yeah. was mediocre. Yeah. These are mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. Uh, what about Sonic? Oh, I love Sonic too, dude. I had you Sonic like the last worst night, dude. places. Those are two like I never eat at anymore. Like gone. What do you Why? like, Long John Silver? What's your beef against Sonic? Yes, I actually do like Long oh, John Silver. Oh my god! Wait, sad trombone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're learning. Yeah. Um, the McRib sucks though. The McRib is worse than Sonic, Arby's, any other fast food place you don't like. It's worse than that. I would say. Almost everything at Sonic is worse than the McRib. I don't what. Literally uh, don't I would say that. the only the Jamocha Shake at Arby's is better than the McRib. I don't understand how you believe that. <laughs> When's the last time you had Sonic? Uh, honestly, not that long ago. And I, I like honestly, every time I go there, I get so pissed off. I'm like, this was terrible. I don't understand like, why you don't like it. I, I think it's great. The only thing I don't like at Sonic is their bacon. It fucking sucks. It always sucks. I like their drinks. Uh, their drinks are great, yeah. I mean, they're really known for their drinks they, yeah. than anything. They're not really like, uh, you know, come get our burgers or come get our fucking uh, uh, Ocean Splash or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always get a... Uh, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a Sprite with vanilla in it, which sounds kind of wild. I always get a, a vanilla Diet Dr. Pepper, dude. Oh, and yeah. I mean, that'd be super yeah, big. It's yeah. fucking delish. Quite delish. Um, okay, so, I mean, this is our cold open. You want to stop and, yeah. and get set up for a real yeah. sesh? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I come to terms with who I am And I'm learning to love myself again Slowly becoming better than Who I've been Hello. And welcome to another episode of Snacks Backs. I am your host, Snackston, as some would call me. Um, and then your other host, some would, some would call it a co-host, but we don't do that in here. We're not about those labels. Yeah. Uh, we're, coasting, we're host and host in this I'm house. I'm executive assistant. Yeah, executive, <laughs> executive assistant to the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so welcome to another episode of Snacks Backs. Uh, Goose is going to... Go ahead and tell you how this episode is going to work because you guys already know that's how this works in this house. Uh, so we are doing the death one, keeping it spooky. And this one we're going to do just the different ways that media depicts death and how it's the you know the relationship between the things. Yes. Um, I'm going to pretend that this is a joke you didn't already know. We did not have very strict notes for I'll this one, and I wanted didn't. to keep it loose and broad <laughs> like Snackstan's mom. My mom's an angel. 
<laughs> hey, you got the right button. Yeah, now. yeah. We don't even need to label them because yeah. we never will. Fucking, it's not gonna happen. I mean, it's just not. Like, I don't know what. To tell. <laughs> it's not. I don't know what to tell you guys. Like, we're not going to label. Uh, That's part of the charm. Yeah, of it. It, we need our, to put some new sounds in and really mix. We it up. do. I, I'll, I'll look at some soundboards later yeah. and send them to me if you find. I, some I had ones. an idea for one where you would press it and it would just be like. The voices would be kind of overlapping, but it'd be a bunch of dudes just being like, bro, bro, <laughs> bro, bro. bro. Uh, we also want to make some fake commercials and slide them in between. Yeah, we, we keep talking about it. If you guys have some ideas for some fake commercials, please send it to us at snackspacksmail at gmail.com. Have you checked that recently? Uh, I can check it right now, yeah, maybe. Right. Hold on. Uh, so, yeah. But anyway, the point was we're going to cover a wide array of topics. In a wide array of topics. What? <laughs> wide <laughs> array of topics in varying levels of depth because in the media basically there wasn't just a good way to organize this because of how broad it could be yeah so i was just like whatever you can fucking think about whatever you can whatever comes to mind do you want to start us off yes okay yes i do uh so um i didn't really know how to prepare for this one so i just started scrolling through my movie lists to see what i had uh, and that's the 900 movies that I've seen the last seven years. Yeah, um, and I just started writing down movies that had death stuff in them to see if I noticed any trends. That's something. You ready? Yeah, let's see it. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I was just these are at random order too. So I had like Goodfellas. You know that movie? Oh, I, that's one of yeah, my favorites. Yeah, a lot of I mean, one a lot of, of my graphic deaths. Right, killing of a sacred deer. Uh, I have not seen that one. Yeah, uh, that one is kind of a black comedy about killing, obviously. In Bruges, same thing, but it's a black comedy about killing a kid. Leon the Professional, kind of the same idea, but... Yeah, sorry about that. We had to... Uh, I fucked up the live stream and accidentally uh, was trying to log into our Snacks Packs Gmail and put it on my computer, and I accidentally hit forgot password because I forgot the password, and, well, you know... It just be like that sometimes. It does, yeah, yeah. It really do be like that. So as you were saying, go 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 on. Uh, so I mean, rattling them off. Death Proof. Oh so, yeah. Also, Leon the Professional. I love that movie. Oh, I fucking bang. Yeah. When I was yeah. a child, and I watched that, I had such a crush on Natalie Portman. Oh, that's who nice. that's in the movie, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had to, when I was a kid. I was like, God but damn. As you get older, you're yeah. Not as you get older, you're like, anymore. no, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Natalie Portman as an adult still. Yeah. Ooh. Mint, fucking mint, dude. Uh, Seven Psychopaths, Hunger Games. I never finished that one. You Seven Psychopaths. Oh man. Um, I I was watching. I was like, this is a great movie, and then I fell asleep. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> it happens uh, to the best of us. And then Broken Circle Breakdown and Act of Killing. Those are just the ones that I was looking Broken through. Broken Circle Breakdown. Yeah. So that yeah. movie is like a Dutch movie about um. I guess it's a kind of a spoiler. It, nah, it's like, no, the, you can, it's like the premise you can of the movie. Spoil it for me. Uh, I'm gonna so still watch it. The uh, this man and a woman get together in like a cute folk band, and they love each other, and they're hip and alternative, and then okay. they get pregnant, and then Ooh, they're happy, and they raise a baby for a little bit, and then the baby it turns into a toddler, and then the toddler gets cancer, and then dies. And the movie's about oh them. My God. It, that's like a first like twenty minutes. Dude, that's it, the first twenty minutes yeah. of the movie. It's like an extra sad up. Yeah, what a roller coaster. Uh, dude. And then <laughs> after. <laughs> oh, seriously though, uh, it ends on an even weirder note, which is okay. hilarious. But it's like it's a it's probably the saddest movie I've ever seen, hands down. Really. And you know, I was just like looking through, and it kind of surprised me, me how like how many of the movies there are. Just straight up only about killing. Yeah, like pretty yeah. much. I mean, that's like, like. Well, I mean, it's one of those things. It's like I was actually 
while I was doing research, I was thinking about that, how many movies there are about, like, death. Yeah. Um, so the movies that I have down are, like, uh, Saw, because, you know, it just shows course, you how you can die sure, in sure. different different ways. Ways that, you know, ways that you would only think of while you're driving home from work, and you're like, what if I was trapped in this scenario? Yeah. Saw put that into reality for people. Um, of course, Hostel was, I mean, I've never... Um, yeah, try one of those. Do you hear a loud of these? Yeah. The oh, yeah. Oh. Try the Tim Tam, though. Hold on. Let's pause yeah. real quick yeah, while you I'll try one of these Tim Tams. Uh, shout out to Michelle for sending us these Tim Tams from all the way down Tim under. Tim the Zim Zam. All right, here we go. God, this they're, thing is yeah, they're Yeah, they're, yeah, they're chocolatey. I had some caramel ones that were really good, but I ate them all. Wow. Chocolate's rich, ain't it? Real rich. Yeah. Yeah, I could not eat a lot of these. Yeah, no, I eat like one every other day. I a cup of milk with this yeah. one thing. So she said, she, was like, she was like, you should try it with some milk. It's really good, which I have not done yet, so I need to do that. I heard it was really some fucking good with some milk. milk oh, milk God, yeah. Off. Sign me up, dude. Sign me up. Um, um, yeah, so uh, watching death in movies doesn't bother me. I've never had a, a scene where someone has died and I've been like, ooh. Uh, I like the very realistic scenes. And no movies? Yeah, no movies. Dude, the only I have thing, some stuff about that. Yeah, I saw, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the only thing that like bothers me is like thing, eyeballs uh, and like fingernails and teeth. Like I don't like watching that. Like so Hostel was one of those movies because like, there's a scene where he like slices her eyeball open. Uh, and yeah. then there's another scene where that guy like burned her face and he has to cut her eyeballs hanging out of her face and he has to cut the hostile hostile. Yes. Not hostels. No, no. Hostel. This is a different movie. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, I thought yeah. you, that's two movies. Yeah. Really? I think, uh, uh mine, mine's Christian Bale and it's with the, Oh no. Native yeah. Americans. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> no, mine's crazy. Yeah. I see what you're talking about here. I thought you were talking about hostile. Have you ever seen hostile? Uh, Oh H O S T E L. Is that what you're saying? Hold on. Hostel, like in Europe, where you stay in like with a room with other people. Yeah, yeah. Ah, no. Uh, you no, haven't I seen those see movies? No, no. Oh my god! So the first one, the first hostel that came out was extremely controversial because something so violent and graphic really hadn't been put in like theaters before. Ugh. Um, okay. Like there's a scene where he, the you know, fucking because uh, the whole premise of the movie is. There is this oh, underground group of people called the Bloodhounds where they they kidnap foreigners and basically they take them to like this abandoned factory and people pay money to go in and, you know, murder them. Uh, just okay. to like torture them and stuff like that because okay. it's like an experience. Sure. Uh, but there's a scene where he's the, the main guy is trying to save this girl and he walks into a room that uh, uh, she is being kept in and someone has like, Torp taking a blowtorch to her face, and her eyeball is like oh, hanging out okay. by the, the. I was trying to think of that the scene nerve. in Bale movie, and and like... he takes a pair of scissors and like cuts the yeah, cuts it off, and I and it starts like oozing, and I was like, Ugh, uh. that's, <laughs> that's awful. It's fucking the the worst. But then we have um, the ending of Chappie. Oh, that was different to was... me because they, you know, Yolandi. Oh. I'm not. I don't like diet word anymore after the shit came out. Whatever. We're talking about that later. Um, <laughs> that's its own episode. Yeah, that's its own episode. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, uh, at the end of that movie, she dies, but they upload her conscience to a robot, and that's how she continues to live. What, what do through... you think of that? Like, I would love it. Uh, sign me up. So I. So my thing is, 
I don't think it counts like that. I think you're dead. I think you died, and then this digital copy of you moves forward. Cool, but I, agree. I want I to agree. be yeah, so in I. the computer. I, thinking, yeah, no, I definitely have the same uh, the same belief because it's also like there's no way they can put your energy into that no. robot. And like, like they, uh, teleporting is the yeah, other one. That yeah, they're, they're going to fucking, sl- they're slapping a digital copy of you into a robot, and people are going to think that it's you, but it's not you. Like, it's not the essence of you. You've moved on. Yeah. You're gone. Um, the Fault in Our Stars was a really good movie that I enjoyed. Uh, it's about those two kids with cancer. Um, it's based uh, off the book. I what's think that John guy's Green. name? John? Yeah, Jesus. Um, I hate those goddamn books. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I hate all of them. It's so fucking cheesy. Well, I thought I thought I was like I you know I would have never have watched this on my own. And then I was dating a girl a long time ago who was really into it, and I was like, <sighs> I'll do anything for you, I guess. And uh, we went and saw it in theaters, and I was like, Yo, this movie is sad as fuck. I know this. It's a good movie though. It's a good uh, movie. John Green movie or book or whatever. But my sister's keeper. To me, is the same as every John Green mo- <laughs> the book same and movie, yeah. and I hated that shit so much. I was like, I can't. I don't watch think I ever watched my like Sister's this. Keeper. Um, it's dumb as hell. I'm not even gonna talk about it. That's fair. It's dumb okay. As hell. And then I have the uh, Final Destination, which were movies that you know traumatized all of us as kids, made us afraid. I didn't watch this. Really? Not even any a um, single one. It definitely made all of us that did watch it afraid to drive behind semi trucks carrying oh, like lively. pipes and uh, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, true. Live leak. I mean, the uh, brick video. Speaking of which, I have a story to tell you. Um, when we're done here, okay. remind me of that. All right. Um. Uh. So well, maybe I can tell it on air. I don't know. I'll, I don't mess- know. I'll message it to you yeah, and tell yeah. and tell me what you think. But uh, um. And then hold on, I have a few more. Oh, okay. The Green Mile was another good movie that had that involved death and like you know it really made you think about the death you penalty. Like that movie? I did. Yeah, I did. I enjoyed that movie. Because uh, it made you think about the death penalty. Like, what if this dude, you know, putting to death an innocent man? This and that, no what? excuse for the death penalty. I'm 100% against it because of that shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Beetlejuice, which is like a comedic death movie, oh, which yeah. shows you like, like going to the afterlife. Um, of course you'd think of that shit. Of course, yeah. I bet you were just absorbing that straight into your personality. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, I was uh, I was uh, making uh, a, a cut copy. I'm going to message this to you on Facebook, yeah. by the way, since oh, my okay, phone okay. is... Uh, uh, and then uh, I recently just watched Hunters. The Hunters is on Amazon Prime. Um, it's about uh, a group of... Uh, Nazi killers in the 70s, like, since, you know, how fucking yeah, yeah. Nazi refugees came over to the U.S. and, like, we scalped their, like, uh, their engineers, their yeah. scientists, and stuff like that. This group of Jewish Americans go around finding those uh, Nazis that are hiding in the U.S. and murder them, and it's fucking a great... Is it a... Is it based on a true story? Uh, I don't think so, no. Okay, okay. Uh, but it's a great show, and it, it shows, like, you know, is what you're doing... Um, is what you're doing justified because you feel like it's justified or, like, what's the moral grounds of that? To me... It's, like, basically the kill, whole X-Men movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, it's like, uh, kill Nazis all day, every day. Don't care. But, uh, yeah, you know, I get the moral standpoint of it. And then I think the last one on my list is The Iceman, which is about Richard Kuklinski, uh, one of the best uh, hitmen for the mafia. Oh, uh, and oh, with is that Michael Shannon? Yes, yeah. I love Michael dude, Shannon, dude. Same. Oh my god, he is one of my favorite actors. Same. He was really good in. Uh, oh, look at that big strimch. Um, he was really good in. Uh, what's that fucking movie with Jake Gyllenhaal? It's like I think it's called like Animals or something like that. Oh, oh, Nocturnal Animals. Nocturnal yeah, Animals. Yeah, yeah, he was really good Amazing. in that movie. Yeah, you um, should also see uh, Ninety Nine Houses. 
That's Michael Shannon and that one Spider-Man. Which fucking one is that? Uh, Spider-Man? Yeah, it was the before we went to Black Spider-Man. Uh, it was after Tobey Maguire. Fuck, uh, Garfield, Andrew Garfield. That's Andrew it. Garfield, yeah. It was yeah, Andrew yeah. Garfield and Michael Shannon. I thought you were talking about a movie Michael Shannon was in. I was like, he was not in any Spider-Man movies. No, <laughs> no, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's really good. He's awesome in that movie, Michael. I get, but anyway, we're getting on tangent. Yeah, I, I yeah. love Michael. Shannon. God, dude, we can talk about we. Why don't we just start a movie podcast? Because we can talk about movies all day. That's fucking really true. Let's just do it. Yeah, done. What yep. topic? Write it down. Away. Yep, let's go. Fuck uh, snacks packs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, I thought it was really interesting when I was looking at my list that there's such a wide emotional array of approaches and depictions of death like we have you know looking at my movies uh seven psychopaths and then or you know and uh, nah, i don't want to use one that's like about a true story yeah it would be a good one seven psychopaths or in bruges in bruges is a good one but th- those are in like bruges? in bruges yeah it's uh they those are both just like really different approaches like one is comedic and like you're like laughing at people getting shot. Really? Yeah. Like, have you seen Seven Psychopaths? I oh I yeah, told you, you didn't I, I didn't yeah, finish yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, there's like there's clearly comedic scenes of death in yeah. the show later or the movie later, and um, some movies or or like the act of killing. That's a documentary. Uh, have you ever seen that? No. I have not. I have a I have a book that reminded me. It's that's got like the same killing. tile. It's like that's uh, on killing, isn't it? Do what on killing? I don't think that's the name of the book. No? It's it's a book I read that I was I had to read when I was in the army about the psychological it's aspects killing of killing by Dave Grossman. Is it a hundred percent? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. I, it's also on my list. I, on, I have it killing. in my notes. Yeah, it, it definitely is that. Is it? Yeah. That, that, oh yeah, dude, yeah. it is. Yeah. I, I think it is, yeah. I'm pre- oh, yeah, definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Uh, yeah, uh, the act of killing though is about um, in, in like the fifties. Indonesia went through this like huge anti-communist purge that like led to these like deputized uh, militiamen that started massacring people, and it was like hundreds of thousands of people killed, and like were, they were being like garroted to death. Like, Damn. Yeah, it was yeah. very methodical, and they were killing a lot of people like basically with their hands. And the documentary is about um, uh, I I can't remember the dude's name. I should look it up. Oppenheimer or something like that. Uh, he's like a really great documentary director. He basically just comes to these dudes. He's like who are now like revered. They're kind of famous. Yeah. Uh, and he offers them the resources to make films or documentaries or whatever they want about yeah. their experiences, and it. It just it's basically the the documentary is that and like their their emotions while they're making it and then what seeing it looks like to them yeah and how the, and it's really interesting seeing how they what they choose to uh make that sounds it a cool play. I, it's a great yeah it is but it's also like like super sad and like yeah, really yeah. really personal and I'm like this is a a documentary that's like you know, so brutal about the same thing that other movies like <laughs> are laughing about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that seems kind of crazy uh, that we can we can do that with the same topic. Uh, I, I mean, I put down in my notes that I think the reason, um, I think the reason death is, 
you know, it's about in almost every fucking movie. It's, it's, and it's in how there's movies completely dedicated to the premise of people dying, people getting killed, stuff like that, is uh, because death is a very intimate experience. Yeah. But it's also universal. Everyone's going to experience it. Everyone has experienced it. Um, it's something that is in everyone's lives, no matter who you are. And yeah. that's why it's, you know, wildly portrayed in, in, in movies, and there's fucking movies all over, like, you know, it's, completely about it. And it's like the, you know, especially in movies, what, especially if you don't have a lot of screen time to make you care about the person enough to be, like, sad if they don't get the job that they want, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, death is a great uh Pun or uh, not pun consequence. Yeah, yeah. for uh, inaction or action or whatever. Yeah, and uh, you know sets the stakes really quickly. But I I do think, and I've talked about this before. I think it's weird to do stuff like that in like media aimed towards children. I do too. Like, yeah, we shouldn't just treat death. Like, yeah, like it's just I don't know, just what you do if someone's in the way. You know what I mean? I think it's Push kind of them weird. off a cliff. Yeah. yeah, Disney. Yeah, yeah. What's up, uh, yeah. Disney? I wrote that in my notes. I saw that in your notes, and I was like, you know, that's true. Like, I wrote in my notes that Disney resorts to um, people being pushed off of heights to to kill characters, which is a very gruesome way to die. Yeah, but I especially, think- I mean. Like, the the pain of it and the fear of it. Yeah. But then the mess of it. I also think, like, but it's easy to do that for children because, you know, if you have, you know, obviously you can't sew someone being shot in the face or something like that. Yeah. But to children, it's like, it's a very primitive thing in their mind. Well, now they were here and now they're gone. So it sticks in their head like they're gone now, so I don't have to, you know, they're not in the film anymore. Yeah. Just you, visually watching them. See them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Visually watching them fall off a cliff, it really, like... Uh, hammers in that this character is gone now. And I feel like Disney kind of cops out on even the consequences of, like, pushing someone off of a cliff. Yeah. Which is a pretty serious thing to do. Oh, yeah. Because then they'll do, like, maybe they're fighting on a a mountain, and then the cliffside gives way, and then they're stuck on the ledge. Yeah. And then the other person tries to save them, and then they fall and die. And I was like, I'm, I'm always like... You know, the point of the fight originally was, I think, to yeah. throw each other off the side <laughs> of this cliff. And it's not like you get any moral pass yeah. from being like, eh, Yeah, I'm like, ah, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. I think yeah. that's kind of a weird thing that happens. It definitely is. I put also um, in the notes that, you know, it's weird you can make a hilarious movie and a sad movie about the same death. You know, because yeah. you've talked about the comedy fucking like, yeah. 30 minutes or less. Yeah. Oh, dude, like, yeah. And I was like, man, that could be like a really serious movie. Yeah, no, it could be. And I know. I was like, that was in the Hurt Locker. Yeah. That was and, basically in the Hurt Locker. Yeah. And I know Netflix did a uh, documentary on the people that were involved in the the crime that 30 minutes or less is made out of. But whenever that movie first came out, and I realized it was based on a true story. I was like, damn. I was like, my young self, I was even like, that's kind of fucked up, dude, to make a comedy out of this guy who that happened to him. And it wasn't like it was in 30 minutes or less, he gets a bomb strapped to his chest. Um, What did they do? What? What did they do in real life? Uh, So essentially, it was kind of the same thing, but instead of it being like an S vest that he had on. It was a, it was like a dog collar basically uh, that was attached to his neck and it had like it stuck out like this far and it was attached to his chest. 
Uh, and like if you see pictures of him walking around the bank, like he's like you can tell he's got it on under his shirt what's because it uh, uh, whatever I'll figure. It yeah, out. Yeah, and uh, they gave him a cane shotgun to go rob a bank, and he could have been like the the police, you know, uh, really screwed the pooch on that one. Like he could have you know helped him, but he ended up dying. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking insane. Yeah, and I yeah, and I think it's weird like the insensitivity. Of making movies like that. Yeah. Oh, you know what's a great example of this? Fucking the like rabid rush there is for uh live action dramas of like disasters that just happened. Yeah. Basically oh, yeah. movie starring Matt Damon or or whatever what the fuck ever. Or The Rock. What no, it's <laughs> no, because they're like serious movies, so it's like the one about the Challenger Deep explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the one about the uh, Boston bombing. The one about, uh, there was another one. It was, like, all in the same, like, two or three I years. Yeah, I don't understand you know? why people do. I don't understand I, And that. I think that's so That's a little soon. Up. Yeah, yeah, and especially I, just especially, after they happened. Especially that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. There, this is, like, two years yeah, ago that yeah, we're talking yeah. about this. Uh, I never understood. And they're understand. like, look how exciting it and is. And they were like, and it was like, I get you want to make films of historical events that happened, but you're making them into something that it's not like you're kind of like, oh, you know, uh, this action movie. Well, it wasn't a fucking action movie. People fucking died. People, like, yeah, yeah people, people lost their life. Oil platform. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck? You know? Dude, yeah. yeah. No, I completely agree with that. I think it's fucking. It's definitely. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a weird thing that we do with deaths. And I'm like, do people have to sign off on this? Like, can you be like, yeah, yeah go some, for yeah, it. Yeah, fucking. But also, greenlit. if I'm dead, and then Hollywood's like, hey. I don't know, partner. Hey, I gotta edit this out again. Oh my god, what's wrong with you? Come on now, I know it's people probably already know your name, but because I tag you on Facebook and shit. But we should keep doing it. Yeah, Um, okay. But anyway, uh, was I talking about? Um, people coming to your partner and probably saying, "Oh yeah, his likeness." Yeah, you know, can we use a story or whatever? I'll give you a million bucks. Yeah, like I'm like, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Who cares? Take the money, money. If I'm dead, fuck my image. Yeah, fuck my, fuck my likeness, dude. I don't even care. I just think um, it's weird that there's a demand for it, and that and that we make people them. go watch it. Yeah, yeah. no, I, agree. I know. Like, oh, did you see that latest Matt Damon movie about a natural disaster? <laughs> oh, it's crazy. He's only been in movies about natural disasters. Um, that's <laughs> all, that, that's his whole persona now. Um, oh, okay. So you, you want to pop over to your? Th- so, you got a note you want to do? So I, I mean, basically, I'm not done with movies. I still got no. Yeah, no. About. So do I. So I was talking about you know. Uh, I do, you know, I, I don't necessarily super enjoy like slasher films. I do like the classics, like, you know, Jason and stuff like that. Like the horror movies, uh, the devil's rejects is one of my all time favorite movies. And you could consider that like a slasher film. Uh, but too much blood and gore really turns me off to a movie just because I feel like it's so cheesy. Um, like when they're always trying to uh, outdo themselves in the next scene. So Okay, does it have to look cheesy, or if it's, like, a lot of realistic-looking gore, is that, you know, like, uh... If it looks extremely realistic... Have you seen Raw? Raw, I think all so. about it. That, like, French movie about the... Ooh, ugh, bless you. The, the lady at the vet school. Okay. I don't think so, huh? Yeah, dude, you'd be I, all about really? It. Is that yeah, good? It's so brutal. Don't look up any ads about it. Oh, okay. You okay. get a lot from, from just the like ads. going into the movie. Um, yeah. But if it's like realistic scenes of death that that are portrayed, I can kind of stand it a little bit more. I can like you know give it a pass. But if it's like 
unrealistic, like, this guy grabs this dude by the sides of his head and, like, smashes his head. I'm like, no. Yeah. No. Like, that's so dumb and cheesy. Um, There is a very real line. uh, There's a very real difference between gory and graphic. Uh, I can't handle, like, actually realistic. Really? Like, to some degree, I really don't like seeing, um, like, skin getting cut and slashed. I hate that. Like, I don't even know. Like, almost stabbing is better than, like, seeing them... Like, cut ugh. themselves open? Ah, that's awful. Again, that, like, doesn't bother me at I all. I hate like, it. It's more like eyeballs and teeth and uh, uh, fingernails getting pulled off is what does it for me. Um, really? Okay. Uh, and then, uh, what, uh, what else did I had? Uh, the Cube. I don't know if you ever heard of that one. Um, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that when I was younger just because I like the premise of... These people basically walking around in these, uh, um, basically a prison. It was like a big cube made out of smaller cubes, and each different cube had like a different method they could get killed. Oh, like in the start sure. of the video, like in the start of one of the movies, there's a couple of them that are out. Start of one of the movies, the guy, a guy is sitting there in one of the little rooms, and it starts spraying him with water. And he's like freaking out because he's like really dehydrated. So he starts like drinking as much as he can. And it turns out to be like acid and his skin starts falling off. So it's like, yeah, it's crazy. Um, But I enjoy slasher films. I, uh, you know, because there's that part of me that's like, uh, you know, that's an interest like, so like, you know, dying because of a serial killer, you know, it's, it's very. If you look at it, it's common because of how many serial killers we have and how many deaths at the hands of serial killers. But it's not something you, you know, fear every day. No. So I like looking at that aspect, and I like those movies, but if there's just, like, way too much gore... Like, one of the reasons I don't... I can't, like, I like anime, but I don't watch a ton of anime is because, you know, someone gets their arm chopped off, and it's just a waterfall of blood shoots out. And I just... I I can't get with that. It's not my thing. It's... Oh, it's good you mentioned that, because that's perfect. So my thing that I brought up... um, We're going to get to how that's related. Okay. But... I, it was part of a larger bulletin, bullet point that we'll start with. Because um, I, I noticed in movies, uh, and anime's really, really bad about this, yeah. uh, that women will never get hit in the face. And I think a friend pointed that out to me like when we were in high school, and it's bothered me ever since. Really? Because like, movies, like when women die from whatever, anything, yeah. they are so often rarely hit in the face. And like... I'm not like, where are my lady smashed faces? Yeah. You know? I'm just like, whoa, she just got in that, you know, like oh, a whole car exploded right next to her and not one piece not, in yeah, her face. Piece or they're in her like, face. there's, there's, uh, in fact, Seven Psychopaths makes fun of this because they show her this lady going out and there's like 30 dudes light her up with machine gun fire and, and not one person hits her in the face. Really? You know? Yeah. But like, eh. In the same movie, you'll see like ten guys get shot in the eyeball. Yeah, right know? in the looking balls. Um, John Wick did that shit. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, that's same true. Thing. That's true. Uh, Gecko Jeeper in the chat, who's actually a buddy of mine, I served with, uh, talking about thirty minutes or less. He says, "I remember." He said, "I remember that story. The people that did that to him didn't intend on killing him. Even said the bomb was fake, but the master oh, behind behind the whole thing lied and offed him anyways." Is that that's true? fucked up? That's I th- yeah, I'm pretty sure. I never, I was trying to get to that story, but it's too yeah, much time. That's a lot. Um. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of a movie where yeah, think I, of a I know there are the movies where it happens, and I've seen some. I just I can't think of one right off the top of my head. It is really rare. Um, yeah, it's extremely um, rare. And, you know, it's funny because 
uh, it, it's created this like weird standard where if a movie shows some, a woman getting like blasted in the face, I'm like, oh, this is you know, this is a real movie. I'm yeah, like, <laughs> this is fuck. very real. Yeah, I'm like, that's. Uh, fucked I up. mean, the only scene that comes like straight to my head is the scene in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre where she is. Um, uh, where she is, they pick her, that girl up on the side of the road that apparently escaped from the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre's house. Yeah. And she's in the van, and they're like, oh, you know, you know, where do we need to go to help you? Where's the nearest police station, this, that, and the other? And she takes a revolver from under her dress and fucking shoots herself in the face. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was brutal. I was like 11, and I watched that. Oh, I was like, okay. oh, my God. That's a, that's a good example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's the only one that comes to mind. But I know there's more where people are getting, you know, blasted in the side of the face, or and and I mean, I guess the face, yeah, it's not very common. I've seen, you know, I, I know movies where women get shot in the head and stuff like that. Like uh, it's the back from of the Paris head if they with do that. so yeah. from Paris with love. There's a scene. We don't need to. Sp- I don't. We don't have where he shoot yeah. where he gets a phone call and it says like their friend is a spy and he just like he answers the phone and she's like. Oh, there's no Rose here, and the and John Travolta looks at her and just pulls out a gun and shoots her in the face at the dinner table. And oh, I was like, "That's baller! <laughs> that was sick." <laughs> oh, Sicario had a scene like that too. Yeah, a great movie, great movie. But uh, so I put. It's funny because you were talking about Hostiles E L, and I wrote yeah. down the movie Hostiles at O S or S T I L. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that movie is Christian Bale as like in. I can't remember if it's like right after the Civil War, or right before it. Yeah, but he's just a soldier battling the Native Americans off of their land. Unfortunately, uh, but <laughs> the movie is uh, like in the first twenty minutes, they show like a woman get shot in the face, and then like a baby get shot on screen. Oh my god! And dude. I was like, oh, this is a yeah, movie. That's now. a fucking yeah. No, no. Uh... No, nothing held back in they that movie. They never fucking shoot kids. Oh, and, uh-uh. And, and it, like, I don't want to see kids shot. I'm not like, oh, please show me shot kids. But you if know? you're going to portray a movie as being a realistic, like, you know, battle war yes, or, yes. like, pillaging, stuff like that, kids died. Kids very much got shot in the face. Kids got stabbed in the face. Women did, too. Pregnant women. Like, that happened. And it sucks that it yeah. fucking happened. Um, and fuck you, colonizers. But it it was and that was the time. You know that's something I had a big problem with in the first Hunger Games movie because they barely show any kids getting killed. And I'm like, oh my god, the whole point of this movie is how brutal it is that kids are killing kids. Like for the don't government, shy yeah. away from that. Like that's oh, the yeah. point of the fucking movie. You know? I lo- also I really like the Hunger Games. I think they did a good job with those movies. I don't. I like I, I, I liked. I semi liked the first one, and then the second one was pretty cool, and then I didn't like the third one, and I think there was actually a fourth. Was there a fourth one? Did they split up the last movie? It doesn't matter. They always do that. Yeah, but I oh, didn't yeah. see it. I think um, they did split up the last movie. But the other thing I don't like when they show they don't show kids getting killed is they'll show like you know badass walking down the hallway blasting a hundred men in the face. Yeah, right. And then they're like a kid or a woman comes in and then they cut away when that person dies. I'm like, what the Just, fuck yeah. is that? You want to show these men getting what fucking blasted fuck? into oblivion, but you don't want to show a woman getting blasted into oblivion. And, mm. and and it's like again, I even if I didn't care about the standard of doing that, it's weird to yeah. see a hundred men get cut, cut down and then they're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just try to look away from. Yeah, I think that's weird as fuck. I think it is weird as and, well. And um, you talked about anime. Some anime has a lot of blood. 
Yeah. But I don't like, and I brought up Cowboy Bebop. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I one. love Cowboy Bebop. I've seen like every episode. What I didn't like about it was it's a anime with shooting and yeah. lots of shooting and no one ever fucking gets shot. And I'm just like, there's no consequences to this at all. And I think it's it, it's just as distracting to me when the whole tension of the scene is that so so and so could die because yeah. they're getting shot at, but they're absolutely never going to. I mean, and that's the same problem I have with like most Marvel movies. That's fair. There's definitely uh, there's definitely death and shooting scenes in Cowboy Bebop. People do get shot and people do die, but I understand. And also, that's another thing. It's with like it. a team show used to do that too. <sighs> Excuse me. Uh, that's another thing with anime too. Is like like Naruto. One of my favorite animes of all time, you know, obviously, you know, I, yes. wear, I wear my headbands all the time. Um, but, you know, a lot of those episodes are filler episodes. So it's like these people are fighting and then, you know, no one gets hurt. And they're like, next episode, they're fighting again. No one gets hurt. I'm like, wrap it the fuck There's just no up. tension. Like, yeah, yeah, there shouldn't be 200 episodes uh, in Shippuden. Come on now. I watched uh, Terminator last night and I like they made the Terminator monster super brutal. And I was like, man, I don't know who's going to survive. This yeah, scene. really, really, really tense. I was like, oh, my God, they, that guy I have might to watch that now. It's I'm... honestly pretty good. Really? really? Yeah. I'll have to fucking check it out. Uh, and, you know, that movie has like that. You should watch that and then we could talk about it because it explores some interesting concepts of death. Honestly, it's, okay. it's kind of wild. I, which one is it? Terminator what? Terminator Dark Fate. Dark Fate. Dark okay. Fate, yeah. I'll fucking add that. Uh, is, did you? Where did you watch it at? Amazon Prime. Am, oh, okay, cool. I've got Amazon yeah. Prime. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, people I in just, the chat say that oh. um, some of them. One of the most graphic movies he uh, he's ever seen was Human Centipede Two. I mean, um, those are just. You know, graphic. Have you the seen sake of being graphic? Human Centipede no. Two. Uh, there's like, well, there's care. a scene, if I remember correctly, where like this girl has like a baby or something like that, or the or the guy kidnaps her baby, or she gives birth in a car and then places the baby's head under the uh, brake. Oh. And smashes it. Oh. Yeah. On screen. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty yeah, brutal. That's quite brutal. I mean, you know, again, that's the point. Yeah. It's, if, Human if, Centipede is a shock movie. That's and what that's it's why to I think you if you need to show stuff like that, then it should be, like, contextualized and, like, it's supposed to be brutal. Yeah, Like, yeah. it shouldn't be, like, ha, ah, at any point yeah. when, like, people are being killed. You know, and I, I put this in my notes. Um, The next point that we we're going to get to is, like, the most realistic deaths on screen. And have you ever seen Burn After Reading? Yes. So, so oh, hold on. Okay. That's another movie that I fell asleep through and forgot to finish. But when I read your notes, I went back and watched the scene, scene? Yeah. you were telling me. You so, were that, about. like, when I was wa I watched that movie when it came out, like, at my mom's in the middle of the night when they were divorced. Yeah. She got divorced, and I was just, like, by myself. Yeah. And that scene, like, took me by surprise. So, for those who don't know, a character is hiding in a closet, and uh, they open the door uh, the person who lives in the house opens the door, sees the character like hiding in the closet, and immediately grabs a gun and just like blows their brains out. Mm -hmm. And it's like on screen, super brutal death, and right in the fucking face. Oops. And uh, <laughs> I like as a kid, I was just like so stunned by it, so surprised, and like it bothered me so much. Like yeah, it's I definitely launched into that. Like oh my god, I'm gonna die. Someday. Yeah, it's <laughs> not a. It's not. It, it. I like I said, I went back and watched the scene you were talking about. It's definitely not expected, but no. and it's it's like extremely realistic too. The way he gets shot and the way the yeah. splatter is, yes. it's very realistic. So like not not being because you know when you see scenes like that, you see like oh 
the guy who's going to die gets knocked to the ground and the antagonist yes. or whatever walks up with a gun and is about to shoot him. You're prepared to yeah. see this, but that's like, it's like one instant, one instance he's alive and then he's not alive Dude, anymore. and those are the um, scenes in movies that like really upset me. Like the uh, Uncut Gems was the other I one. I have not seen that movie, but I want, I I keep hearing good things about it's it incredible. and I keep forgetting to watch incredible. it. I love, I love Adam Sandler. I don't give oh, a shit what anyone dude, says. I will, I will fucking, yeah, I'll die on the Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler Hill, dude. Catch these Adam Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um, but yeah, no, those scenes definitely, and that doesn't, you know, there's not really a lot out there that will send me into that spiral of I'm gonna it's, die. It's one day. always the really sudden and realistic mm-hmm. ones that I'm like, fuck, yeah. like that sucks. Uh, good time had another one that really bothered me. The one with uh, Robert Pattinson. Good time. Good time. It's like kind of 80 synth, the whole score, and it's like, I think One of Tricks Point never did the score, actually. Really? Just that is a weird fact that I know. But yeah, there's, it's just, it has another sudden death, and I was like, fuck, that is just insane. Like, and, and it's usually in scenes, like tense scenes, where it turns fast. Yeah. That shit always really bothers me, because I'm like, fuck, that could happen. Like, yeah. that was a few seconds. That could definitely, like, you know, you could be fucking fighting with somebody, and then one second, you know, later they pull out a fucking gun and oh, blast yeah. your fucking That's shit it. off. That's it, yeah. Uh, and, and you're, oh, it's done. You're dead. Like, there's That's... no, like, you know, there's no redeemable shit. Like, you can't come back. And even if, it doesn't matter if they fucking regret it or feel bad. You yeah. You know, like, it's you're, over. It's over. Yeah. You're done. You're fucking I, dead. Yeah, so when I saw that shit in, uh, uh, burn after reading. I like turned it off. Just went to bed. Really? I was like, I was like, Holy <laughs> Dude, shit! Dude, that's I have to do that shit sometimes too. Like I was watching some like uh, spooky like thing on Amazon Prime, like called Lore, where they reenacted like stories told in the podcast Lore. Uh, and I was watching it, and I was like sitting there, and they were talking about you know this is so-and-so's grave. And I was like, dude, that's going to be like, that is going to be me. Yeah. And I, I, I can't. And in my head, I'm like, when you get older and you get closer to that, you will understand, you'll come to terms with what's I happening hope. to you. I hope so. <laughs> but as of right now, it fucking terrifies me. Oh, a perfect one. I forgot to send the, the stabbing scene is saving. Price. Oh yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's like, that almost does the opposite thing where it's like expected and it's inevitable. And it's unflinching. Like you yeah, see and the it's, whole yeah, thing. they do not move away. Oh. And that fucking coward is in the stairwell. Oh, I'm um, just like, this is, I'm like, that. Is, that's I brutal. Watched, I just watched a, a man's eye, a yeah. soul leave his eyes. Leave eye. his like, eyes. And then the, the German is like, you know, don't fight it. This is going to be over. It's going to be oh, easier for God. you. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, that's, uh, that'll really, that'll really. The weird uh, intimacy of you. murdering yeah. another man. And staring them in the eyes while you murder them. Ugh. Ugh. Uh oh, but and then last complaint about deaths of movies. I don't like. I don't like movies where the character gets hurt and then they do their f- final words. Yeah, yeah, the whole monologue, dude. No, die. just shoot them. Like Star Wars had. I put it on here. Star Wars Rogue One. If you ever saw it, yeah, it's not that good. Uh, they. It has like three separate scenes of the like a cradle in the arms after Disgusting. they were harmed Disgusting. and then die slowly. Disgusting. And one of them is like it, they're doing it and they're like uh in the middle of like a battle. They're just sitting there. Yeah, there's like <laughs> late like I I I I hate those two oh where they're like in God. the middle of a war zone and there's like bullets flying over their head and he's like he's like talking like oh. Make sure you tell my mother. Yeah. Like, wrap it up, dude. I'm about, about to get shot <laughs> sitting down here with you. I'm not going to tell anybody anything. Yeah. <laughs> cut my fucking yeah. head off. I'm not going to be able to if you don't shut the fuck up and hurry up. Uh, so that's it for my half for movies. Okay. Uh, I think, uh, see, we could, we really could. Talk we really about could have a whole forever. fucking movie my podcast. God, yeah, I know. What do uh, you have next? 
Um, so I think I did. Um, Mine are all kind of, my my notes are all out of order, but oh, um, I did. Uh, chat, Gecko Jeeper said, "I love when Tropic Thunder makes fun of the death monologue." Yeah, yeah. dude, that's such a great oh, movie too. God. Oh my god, and, yeah, that's a great movie because it makes fun of tons of those tropes. Yeah, there's yeah. like like the whole because I remember there was a while on the internet where people were like, "Oh, you know, we're gonna cancel these people for doing back blackface." Robert Downey Jr. did blackface we'll and no one bats an eye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and mean, I was like, you know, yeah, no. but, but it was also like he was making fun of yeah. actors thinking like white, you know, European or American actors thinking they can play characters who have been through things yeah. such as the the struggle of uh, African Americans in America and think they can do it like and it's okay. Um yeah, that movie Which has, I thought was fucking, they really hit the nail on the head with that, that movie one. movie is the uh, One Punch Man of war movies. Oh, dude, it's yeah. Like really making fun of all of the tropes, but while simultaneously using them. Yes, yes, I yes, love yes. that. That's so funny. Um, so one of the things I had on my notes was like celebrity deaths. Um, oh, I had that for the music. Here, wait, I can skip around. Yeah, I have celebrity death section in my music part, part of my okay. notes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just never... Um, I never understood, yeah, because I think when I was looking at your notes, it went music, like death and like, you know, mu- like death and music, like wrapping up, like t- talking about murdering people, stuff like that, and yeah. then you went celebrity deaths, and yeah. I mine's backwards. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, celebrity deaths, I never really understood the big fuss. Um, when one of my, like, you know, you like you said in your notes, you're more sad about musicians dying than you are, like, actors. Uh, almost anything. And, and yeah. I, and I... I am in the same boat. I, you know, music is very much um, a part of my everyday life. Like I listen to music constantly, so I'm I feel very connected to these artists. But it's also like I I do get sad when they die. But I'm also like you know they, I didn't know them. Their music did affect me and affect my life, and that's why I'm sad that you know I'm not gonna have that experience with them uh, in a new sense. But it's I'm still like you know I don't I I'm not like deeply hurt that they're past you know the thing is i i thought that the connection to musicians is more personal because music tends to be so personal yeah yeah it's very intimate yeah exactly it's their their thoughts dreams ambitions whatever everything and it's and uh, the the sound of it is their choice and all that stuff too and you know actors can do good performances but they're often aren't any of the people that yeah 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 and, yeah. You, and you know in some degree some sense you almost never get to know some actors that's true like, yeah that's very true um i also feel like uh there are whenever you see an actor you know playing a role uh it doesn't feel personal because there are so many walls that are between you and you know the actor playing a role like i'm trying to figure out a good way to describe this like basically like in the process of making a movie, you know, this the screenplay is written, it's brought to like a production company or a director, it gets greenlit, they look for the actor to play the role, then, you know, all that shit going into making a movie, it feels like you're very distant yeah, from that sure. person and that character. Whereas yeah. an artist making music, you know, they're in the studio, they record, they master, and yeah. then it's out to you. And I feel like that makes it feel more intimate and personal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, movies tend to be... You know, the like the director and the writers are the influence yeah. of the art. Yeah, it's not really the message that. Yeah, of it. yeah. And the, and the actor playing the character, they're just in that sense. Yeah. yeah, they're just tools to portray that feeling in that. You know, that. musicians can be tools too. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're damn right. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, and sure, musicians can be just as fake too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, but I just think the level of reality you get from 
a musician is more common than yeah. an actor. No, I agree. Sure. I you have to really agree. go out of your way to learn who an actor is. Yeah, and honestly, like, uh, musicians are also the only people that I will, you know, if I... If I hear that they're a shitty person, I'm usually going to be like, eh, I'll listen to the songs I already like by you, but I'm not going to give your new shit a try just because um, I, I feel less connected with something whenever I, I learn that, like, they're fucking not a good person. Uh, you yeah, know? like when um, XXX died. Yeah, yeah. Like, eh, yeah, I don't really, yeah, I was like, I, I, I don't, I don't care. He's kind of an awful person. Yeah, he was not a great person. And then uh, whenever, like, but when it comes to actors, and it's like, oh, they're not good people, and I'm usually like, I expected that. Oh, so yeah. I'll, I'll still watch the movies they're in, but I know they're not a good person. You know, and I think you can get more of a glimpse of that in musicians. Like, you, if you're listening to music and, like, the words that they're writing, you're yeah. like, mm, I think this guy could be a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. An actor, you have no idea. Yeah, yeah, because they're not the ones making the screenplay you know, and stuff like I've that. I've talked about this with one of my friends a lot, but that's why I tend to not look into who actors or musicians yeah. are because it will ruin I remember you me telling sometimes. me that. Yeah. I, I definitely remember that. But, you know, so you weren't sad when, like, I was hella sad when, like, Mac Miller No, died. I was sad when Mac Miller died. Don't get me wrong. Especially I, because we, like, grew up alongside Yeah, no, I, yeah, him. absolutely, yeah. When, you know, listening to his first fucking mixtapes and shit like that, and, and you felt like you did grow up with this person. So I did have a, a sense of sadness when Mac Miller did die, but I also wasn't, like, you know... Um, I mean, it's not like take a, a day off a work free, for it. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Sure, but it is like I don't definitely know. heartbreaking. Yeah, because it, it was very. Uh, you know, Mac Miller is not one of the people. Some rappers I can look at them, or you know, some artists I can look at them and be like, "Oh, you're probably going to die early." Oh, uh, I can definitely I know, tell that yeah. you are going to die early. And Mac Miller was not one of those people that I thought was going uh, to. And then you, uh, you listen to all his music and he's talking about that. Yeah, shit and you're like, time. oh man, uh, damn. Yeah, awful. Yeah, I, that's that's something. I don't know. That that's the kind of shit that really is crazy. And like, you know, they can talk so much about their own death. Yeah, and like that's and, and and you know, and then when it happens, people are like, "Oh, Jesus, yeah, yeah. shit, yeah." Um, uh, because uh, for my notes, I'd said that it seems like most music about dying is about suicide, and then the next most is after mur- is murder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, and then I was like, "Damn, the Suicide Boys." Yeah. That's their whole trope. <laughs> that's yeah. a, that's yeah, their whole a lot trope. of songs about killing themselves. Um, I had a, I got into an argument with a gentleman in one of my TikTok lives uh, because I we were talking about some music and stuff like that, and I was like, you can listen to whatever music you want, and that's okay. You know, that's your personal preference. And then I was like, unless you listen to Johnny Rebel, then you're just a racist piece of shit. And he was like, well, I still listen to Johnny Rebel. And I was like, why in the fuck would you do? Oh, yeah, like, why yeah. would you listen to that? And he was like... Well, because I was like, when I was 13 and I listened to it because I thought I was an edgy teenager and I thought it was all joking. Like, yeah, I get that. But like, you're an adult. You need to understand like, you're not like, that is not music you should be listening to and giving the time of day. And he was like, well, it's the same thing as you listening to these rappers who, who talk about killing each other on the streets, blah, 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 blah. I was like, no, it's not the same thing. I was like, people shooting at each other over affiliated colors due to systematic racism is not the same thing as someone... Uh, singing about killing an entire uh, race of people. So get the yeah. fuck out of here and then TikTok ban me. I can't believe you have a fucking person on your stream who listens to Johnny Rebel. Right? Um, so they weren't like a regular person on uh, my stream. They I were know, someone just, who was just passing through. Uh, but yeah, okay, no, it was yeah. definitely... Stunning yeah. overlap. Yeah, no, it was crazy. It's a world's collide moment <laughs> right <there. laughs> No shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were just passing through and we got into this argument about it and then TikTok banned me. 
um, for uh, hot topic, controversial topics, and vulgarity because uh, I call them like a bunch. Of, I call them a bunch of names while uh, I was yelling right. at them. Real mature. Um, yeah, real, real mature. Nice. Um, yeah. Or, after after I realized my point was not getting across. Um, but yeah, so uh, definitely, I kind of forgot. I went on that tangent. I kind of forgot. Where yeah, we were going. I did not understand how that was going to tie in. And then you brought up the rappers murdering. I was like, okay, death. Yeah, and, yeah. And then, you well, that's okay. Uh, yeah, because you were talking about you know a lot of uh, death in music is either oh, suicide yeah, yeah. or murder. Um, and you know there are people. It's context. Yeah, it's what yeah. matters. It does, yeah, and and there's people who who built an entire empire off you know shock rap like ICP, Twisted, Esham, um, Everybody Killer, like the whole Psychopathic Records crew made an entire empire off rapping about murdering people. I mean, plus like yeah, you, know, you know Bone Thugs, yeah, and yeah. Triple Six, and all them. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. It just you know, and then I I I just typed in like murder into my uh, songs titles to see what i found and i had like four songs it just was straight up just murder murder, <laughs> just murder dude. murder by maxo Hell murder yeah. by young thug murder inc by dre and then murderers <laughs> of all murderers murderers of all murderers shall burn uh i was like maybe that one doesn't count i don't know yeah <laughs> um no definitely like you know I, it's weird maybe i i i always knew that Murder was definitely a big topic in music, but like after I really started thinking about it, I was like, damn, there are a lot of a lot, lot of fucking songs yeah. about killing yourself you know, or killing others. It's hard. <laughs> this is summed up like that. It's so funny. Yeah. You know, kill yourself or yeah, others. Other others, dude. Yeah. Or uh, both. You're like, how to write a song. Are you killing yeah. yourself or others? First question. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your little like drop down yeah. chart. It's like killing yourself, and then you're going to go into this category. You know, and I think that's because at least related to other mediums, it's kind of hard to like get more complex with talking about death than really straightforward concepts. Yeah. Cause you, all you have is music and, and that's kind of hard yeah. To, yeah, yeah. to represent anymore. I was trying to think of, you know, I had songs that were like more abstract about murder, like pumped up kicks. That's yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a really good straight song. up just about, no, it's definitely, you know, if, if, if you listen to the, and the song, uh, it's kind of like Jeremy by Pearl Jam. That's another song mm -hmm. that does almost the same thing. Uh, but then I was trying to think of songs that have a death concept but aren't about murder or suicide. But, oh, yeah, and I put in my notes, I, I, I bet you'd be happy to hear that first thought when I was like, someone dying music, I was like, I don't know, Into the Ocean by I love Blocktober. I love Blocktober. That's uh, a great. I was like, oh my god, it's next in love. Yeah, I, my Blocktober. fucking favorite. And it's it's. I always think so. I love Blocktober. And one thing that always kind of got me was their song "Hate Me." Um, oh he, yeah. The, so the music. I love that song. I think it's a phenomenal song. But the music video really kind of like throws you for a loop because it's portraying that you know Justin's mom has died and he's sad. You know. He felt like he wished he could have be a better son, but his mom's not dead. And oh, I, if I remember correctly, like his when that song came out, his mom was not dead in real life. I don't know. I think it's it's cool. I like I really like when musicians will cover other people's yeah. stories like that. I think yeah, no, cool. I, uh, I I think he did a great job, and and you know that's a fucking sad music video. Like that shit yeah. is fucking sad. Like it makes me feel sad. Um, I just thought it was funny, you know, he's portraying the story, but you know the story's not really his. But I respect it. Um, it just it just made me laugh. Yeah, it does. It definitely doesn't hit as hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a what is it? There's a uh, Jazz Cartier. You know who he is? He's a Canadian rapper. This isn't really about murder. Or yeah, the music thing. But he has this song like uh, 
called Black and Misguided, and it's like lamenting being uh, stereotyped and like the struggles of the, the black community. Yeah. Blah blah blah, and like how they get uh, misattributed for their problems and whatever. But then I like looked up about him, and he was like, uh, like the son of like rich people in Canada. And oh, really? He went to like art school and shit. And I was like, oh, so you don't. So you don't know, know anything yeah. about this. You don't like, know anything oh, about this struggle. Okay, okay, that doesn't sound that real. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, in the song, he's talking about like his you know, ants selling crack and shit. And they, that never happened. Nor- yeah. I yeah. Know. And I was that like, never happened. I, it really, the rest of his music, I was like, I kind of remember that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I can't forget. I, you did. can't, yeah. I can't forget that you try to portray this, you know, life that was in the yours. streets life for you. As but though you were, it were yours. You grew up like a little rich kid. Uh, That's why I don't like Drake's music. Oh, dude, I know. Because he he portrays me in this thug, like, like I'm a fucking, I'm a real motherfucker. And it's like, dude, you grew up in, like, a upper middle class, like, like you you were very well off. He's like, oh, man, it was so hard getting up at 5 a.m. and driving my Lexus to Degrassi. Yeah, like, like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. My favorite line forever is the first thing you said, I thought of when you said Drake, uh, is when he goes, keep a blade on me when I go to check a bitch. I'm like, you do You never did any of that. Yeah. (laughs) You never had. Like you're not you you were not you like the assassin ladies yeah like get out of here fucking bullshit I fucking hate Drake uh, <laughs> I fucking hate him I dude. I, I'm not really a big him fan. and Russ are my two rappers that I would love Russ. to just fucking fight <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious how many fucking um, bodyguards does it take to beat up a person who made fun of you on Twitter that's a question I have for Russ yeah how many times have you sent bodyguards to beat somebody up who talked shit about you on yeah, Twitter yeah Rebel like, Maid says that he started from the bottom yeah like, yeah. started from acting yeah. in the grassy yeah, dog yeah you that's never started famous. from the bottom even before you were an actor, your family was well off, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong no. with having a well off family. Just don't but d- say it was hard. <laughs> don't fucking out be out here talking like trying to act like you're like King Von or somebody who grew up in like the fucking trenches of Chicago. Like, come on, buddy. Yeah. Like, we get it. Uh, so let's see. I uh, oh, that was the end of my music. Thing. Oh, was it? it? It was. It was funny. I was just hanging out with Wade, and I was like, we were. I, reminiscing on the beginning of dubstep and i was like look up a cookie monster song right Dude, now hell yeah <laughs> Listen to optimus prime and then the youtube comments were all like r.i.p optimus prime he died like two months ago no shit like, cookie monster died i yeah. didn't know that i was like no oh shit. my god yeah he did just a couple that's fucking ago. crazy i was like fucking a the fuck did he die and the song that i looked up i i was like oh that song was so tight that came out not that long ago right it was like 11 years Ugh. ago i was like oh rough i was in the like ancient halls of youtube oh he died of lymphoma damn yeah that's at 31 dude oh fuck yeah that's heartbreaking that's hella heartbreaking what's up with oh wait no i was gonna i how did uh not kavinsky what the fuck's that guy's name who the other i love kavinsky yeah same the other dj who died avici 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 died oh yeah that's right he did yeah yeah but i don't think he died of cancer no i think he died of a alcohol uh, the exact cause of Avicii's death has been revealed, according to TMZ, which reports that the 28-year-old DJ took his own life by cutting himself with a broken wine bottle. Oh, In a sad. statement released last week, the family of Avicii alluded suicide as the cause of death. That's really sad. That's, sad. That's hella sad. That was an unexpected turn there. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah so, honestly, yeah. Oops, sorry. Yeah, my bad, y'all. I'm I didn't, sorry. I didn't think it was going that route. But I mean, we're talking about death, so that's true. Sad. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Um, what else is on the notes? What? what uh, I got. I mean, I got a whole section. I didn't know. Would you want to do another thing for um, mine? For, for what? Or before I start mine? 
you have do you have more notes? I don't think I have more notes on music. Oh my god. Um, I didn't either. Yeah, go ahead. I just, okay, so. It was hard to fucking really. It come really up was. With I mean, it's it. yeah. This this episode was a little difficult to. It was pump out content I mean, it's, for. It's kind of because death like and media is really just. It's all the same shit. It's it really all it's, the same. There's stuff. not a lot of not diversity for yeah. yeah. At least for music. Mm-hmm. Um, does the devil went down to Georgia count? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that song slaps. Yeah, that song's a fucking. I think Charlie banger. Daniels like just died this year too. Did really? I I think so. I give you a medication. We can just look you. up random yeah, celebrity Yeah, random deaths. celebrity deaths, dude. That's Welcome sad. to the... Yep, died July 6th. 2020 Damn. sucks balls. Yeah, Fucking fuck Charlie 2020, couldn't even survive it. Uh, so, as far as my notes go, I had a section for books, because book deaths affect me the most emotionally okay. of any media. That's just like that's the shit I'll like carry around with me for weeks. Yeah, yeah, like, I feel that. Damn. Especially if it was like a series. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Where you've, where you've been on these journeys with this, um, yes, this character. Yeah, that that shit is fucking. So go, yeah, go ahead. I I know I saw in your notes you mentioned a dream as well that you. Oh had. yeah, so, that was a fucking sad dream. It? Do you read it? I did read it. it. Yeah, so, that was that was rough. So dude. okay, so like, um, we'll get to it. I'll just go down through my yeah, notes because it yeah. makes sense. Um, I you know I th- movie. Deaths, I describe the difference as, like, movie deaths will disturb me and I'll be upset, but, like, book deaths will make me sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. And you see a movie and yeah. you're like, wow, that's brutal. That's what that looked like. But, but like, you had to, you had to like, the emotions attached to a book character because you had to basically create this yes. character in your head. Yes. Uh, also, Rebel said, what about the 27 Club? What about, oh, like, like musicians yeah, musician die. dying yeah, at 27, like younger. Jim Morrison I mean, and shit yeah. like that. So, um, Mac Miller didn't even make it. I know, yeah, did not Fuck. even make it. Fucking rough, dude. I'm Hella rough. 26. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I'm about to be 26. God dude. damn. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when you're, at least when you are imagining a body death or like a book death, right? Yeah. You don't like, it's not. You could never make something. You're like, oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. You can't surprise yourself, really. Um, but I, uh, looking through the books that I read this last year, um, and that's a time of recording. I'm reading two books right now, so I'll probably have them done before the end of the year. But okay. of the 26 books that I've read this year, 21 had deaths. Yeah. The five that didn't have deaths, two of them were just about birds. And the birds died a lot, so I don't know if that counts. But really it's a hell of yeah, that's in that a, one. Yeah. Um, and then the others were just like uh, a book about like words and a book about uh, white fragility. And then, uh, incredibly, the story of endurance by uh, the endurance ship by Ernest Shackleton. He's a uh, captain who led this failed expedition in the Antarctic. He has like 80 dudes. It's a fucking mega disaster. Really? He has to do the craziest shit, but nobody dies. I was like, what? damn, yeah. that's so cool. I was like, this one book Hell with yeah, the most dude. perilous circumstances doesn't have any deaths. <laughs> but then I was like, damn, I read fucking 20 other books with people dying. And and like four of them were about uh, wars. Okay. So yeah, that's so, hella dying. Yeah, that's a yeah. lot of dying. And I'm, I'm actually reading another one about uh, a war right now. It's war. Uh, I'm reading The Fall of Berlin. It's about... Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just about the last year of the war for the city of Berlin specifically. It's, crazy. It's... Dude, it's a nightmare. Bananas, yeah, it's I can imagine. It's a nightmare. Like, uh, the... You know, and that that's great because it brings me into my point. Like, I... I when I'm afraid of something, I want to learn about it. Yeah, and same. And for me, I'm terrified of dying. 
So I'm obsessed with like dystopia because like more than any other genre that really puts people in the like approaching their death and thinking about their death. Yeah. You know, and like that is the shit that really fucking like rivets me and then also like bothers me deeply. Understandable. Very uh, understandable. I, so I, there's two approaches to that. There's Earth Abides by George Stewart, which is like one of my favorite books of all time. I always try to tell people to read it. It's it's just this book about it's a soft apocalypse, so everybody just kind of dies, and there's no like yeah whatever yeah, and there's like scragglers making civilization with what's remaining, and it takes place like in the fifties, like when the everything falls apart, and it's just like such a I don't know the way it approaches everything. It's the only one of the few books I've ever read that like made me feel a little better about dying. Okay, I was like, damn, just something about like how. The earth is going to go on and people will go on. It's yeah, society yeah, going yeah. on. That didn't make you feel sad like it tends to. Like you're forgotten. Yeah. It kind of was nice. Like it will persist. I can understand you that. Yeah. I mean you're not going to read it. It's really long. It's like almost 500 pages. What's it called pages. again? It's called Earth Abides. Earth Abides? I don't consider 500 pages that long. I mean how often do you read? Uh, Like full ass books yeah. not a lot but okay. i still well, but i used to read a lot but i don't i don't consider my 500 book pages that long average is 350 so anything over 400 i tell other people's a long book okay cuz most people don't read that much um so that book definitely like i was like you know the fact that people will go on is is kind of comforting like you're not it doesn't have to end Everything doesn't end because you don't end. Yeah, it's kind of comforting. Like yeah. it's not uh, that big of a responsibility in that in that manner. But um, also, uh, I put that, this uh, story I had when I read Angels and Demons when I was in like sixth grade. <laughs> that he <laughs> went, terrible book. Dan Brown is a horrible fucking writer. <laughs> and, but you know, I well, I I didn't know better. I yeah, was like, yeah, 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 everything yeah. was just I just consumed every book yeah. I touched and. Uh, he has this scene where uh, he writes the main character, Robert Langdon. I can't believe I remember that. Uh, his He, like, dies, and then it's, like, him after life. And it was just the fact that, I don't know, something about it, I was like, oh, maybe there is something else. Yeah. And I was like, wait, this is just a fiction book. Yeah. This isn't, like, what, what, yeah. really <laughs> what really happens whenever you but, die. Like, that, I can just remember from such a young age that, like, paralyzing fear of that unknown and the dude like yeah anything anything that comes up that offers some solace at the idea of it i'm like consume yes, it yeah like give, give that me. to yeah. me <laughs> um but yeah so the uh other side of reading those books um is they can really fuck you up like i read this one book called on the beach by neville shoot is written in 1957 right when the cold war was really starting and it's about um, North America and the Soviet Union got in a nuclear war, so the entire northern hemisphere is poisoned. And the whole book takes place in Australia, where they weren't hit by nuclear war, but they're waiting for the radiation. Yeah, to, to come. Yeah, to come to them. And it's like the most fucking depressing. That sounds book depressing I've as ever fuck, read. dude. It's Can you imagine just like? Not being involved in the war, but you like, and then yeah. they blow themselves up, and you're like, well, that radiation is going to come to us. Oh, so dude. one day or one day, and so we just got to sit here and wait for it. Oh and my it, god, dude! It's insane. It's funny. My uh, current girlfriend and I met 
And like one of our first dates was at my place, and uh, I don't know why we agreed to do this, but we binged a bunch of sad movies, <laughs> mega sad, <laughs> mega sad movies, and this was one of those movies. Uh, but, but the book is just as sad. The, yeah. the movie's actually very faithful. Um, but yeah, like it has all these different characters, so it's like all the different feelings of what that would be like of being young and realizing that your life is being taken. Yeah, away from yeah. Being old and realizing that it's you know over. And, um, but yeah, so I was reading that book, I finished that book and I had a dream a few weeks later that like, I had never done this before. I just woke up and wrote it down. Yeah. I was like, that was fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. And I could remember it so clearly. Uh, but the dream was that like nuclear war had befallen humanity. I'll just read it as I wrote it. Um, and I was cursed as one of the survivors. I remember being very sad about this, and I'm fairly certain it was because my family died. Because it's a dream. You don't really know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Under circumstances I can't remember due to my dream state, I was taking care of some children. I'm inclined to believe it was a professional capacity because I used to have a job at the YMCA Mm -hmm. uh, doing after-school care, and I actually remembered being on the playground of the elementary school that I worked at, which was also the elementary school I went to. Oh, no shit. Yeah, so I worked at it like 10 years after I left it, you know. Um... And the children wanted to play outside and write with chalk, and I warned them against going outside because of the radiation, but I realized it didn't matter because we were dying anyway. I felt a very strong sense of despair at this, a feeling that remained in the morning after I woke up. Uh, I think that remains my biggest fear, knowing that death is coming and that nothing can be done about it. Um, I'm not going to read that next part because that was personal. Uh, So (laughs) anyway, we played with the chalk which was red. I remember that very specifically on the playground. For some reason, I started writing something in big letters on the blacktop, like a message to an overhead plane. That's only a description. I know there wasn't a plane, but the method of the writing was strange to me, and it seemed like it was directed to the sky. Like I was writing a big message to the sky. Um, All I can remember is the message was an apology or maybe a cry for help, and it felt directed to my family. I couldn't finish the message because I began to succumb to radiation sickness and woke up. And uh, that like that rocked me for days. That's a fucking yeah, and dude. That's a that's a depressing ass dream. It was, and what I loved about it, I was like, wow. So I definitely, I got to feel what it would feel like to think that the world was over yeah. and I was gonna die of yeah. radiation poison. I felt that it, <laughs> I'm like semi traumatized from that dream. I was like, my brain made yeah all yeah of that made up. all those feelings what and like the I have fuck. Like I have insane, um, I have insane like vivid dreams and stuff like that, and it's never like it's never dreams like nightmares that I've had that really stick with me because I've had, bro, one of the first dreams I ever remember growing up, I was like five years old and I had a dream that I watched my entire family die, and you just feel it, yeah, it's and it's real. like and the dreams where my body really makes up the intense emotions that I feel with yeah. the actions are the ones that stick with me. It's never once where it's like oh. You died, or you saw you watched someone you didn't know die, but it's like the dreams where my brain is like, all right, we're going to put these feelings into your brain very, very vividly. Those are the ones that always stick with me. And, and like, that was that's really is all like nuclear war is something I'm really obsessed with. I've read a lot yeah. about Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a reality. Because it, it's definitely like the worst thing. Like, if, if nuclear war happens, it's over. There's no surviving. Yeah, there's, there's no, nothing yeah. I can do about you it. You cannot, like, you, you just have to, if you, like, if I'm you in don't, Kansas. I'm not going to find a fucking bunker to live fuck in Fuck no, forever. dude. And if it's you wait, over. if you don't get killed in the initial blast, like, you I'll just, just die. It's poisoning. Yeah, it's just uh, uh, a matter of time until you do die. There's yeah. no, uh, someone said in the chat, can y'all please mention Death Becomes Her, which is a 
I, I have not seen that movie. It looks I, so cool. I saw some people call out some good mo- movies. The Day After yeah. is, you know you know what that movie? Mm-hmm. It's recorded in Lawrence. Is it really? Yeah, it's, it is a straight direct-to-TV movie, uh, I think in 1983. Uh, the Day After. Damn. Was it 1983? Uh, yeah, 1983. Nice. Good one. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's about nuclear war happening, and it's recorded in Kansas City in Lawrence. And Man, that's crazy. And it's that's another movie that's super brutal and hard to watch because like I recognize fucking Kansas City and yeah, and you're like this. What if this fucking happens? Showing like bodies and streets and shit. It's fucking horrible. That movie actually is uh, really famous because um, Ronald. It was like the biggest uh, direct to TV movie of all time, like the most watched. Really, and Ronald Reagan watched it, and he wrote in his diary being like personally affected by watching that movie because no that man shit. was in control yeah. of nuclear weapons yeah. when he watched that movie. Like, and he's like, oh, he's like, that could happen to somebody. Yeah, I can fuck. I can end up doing this to people. Yeah, and it's, he credits it later in, like as being like partially responsible for his change on nuclear weapons. Like I wonder movie. what people like that, like how do they feel whenever they watch like movies, like when presidents watch these movies that like and do have to do with nuclear war and like countries blowing each other up when they watch those and they know that they have the power to do that like yeah, that that and, power and theoretically they might have to do yeah that. and nobody what not your average viewer is not watching this movie like oh man i could that could be me that does that to the country they're watching you know the, that is the pers- that's yeah. a great point what is the what is the Shit. feelings that are going through them where they're like you know this because me and you watch this movie it's like that's not a possibility for us we would never be in the position to I could be president to, yeah it's i mean not i'm over. not no i'm just saying <laughs> as of right now we're not in that position yeah, to no. launch nuclear weapons i'm people. definitely not in control of any nuclear material yeah <laughs> wink wink nudge nudge they're not weapons of mass destruction in my closet um <laughs> Yeah, that's uh that when this podcast gets really famous, we'll get Obama on here and ask him if he's yeah. seen like twenty. How do you feel? Films. Yeah, tell me about Terminator One. Top, tell me about Deep Impact. Top tell- ten <laughs> nuclear films. I think you should have watched and how they made you feel that you have that power. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be sick, dude. If we got like someone who was like in that position and had the finger and, on the button. Yeah, finger on the I button, mean, dude. Or if we don't get that famous, maybe it's a guy who works for the Air Force who would have had to. Yeah, push he. Button. Yeah, he had to be. The other guy on the end of the phone, while or the, the, while yeah, the other the guy, turners. yeah, the key yeah, turners, yeah, dude. Yeah. What the what what a, what the pressure? Um, oh, I know. Just like the story about the the what was it? The German was he German or Russian? He was in a. I know you'll know this. I know them all. Yeah, so the, he's in a. He was in a submarine. The, the submarine and, one is fastly occupied. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. and he like pigs. His fucking uh, the radar was like malfunctioning, and it looked like he was being attacked. And no, th- so there's there's two stories, and you're kind of combining the two. The submarine guy was Vasily Arkhipov, and he uh, during the um, Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, yeah. there was a nuclear torpedo in yeah, a yeah. Russian sub at the bottom of the bay, whichever one. Um, and uh, it was being depth charged by a U.S. Uh, destroyer to bring it to the surface. And the captain started freaking out, and he was going to fucking launch a nuclear torpedo and to start nuclear war. Oh, my God, dude. And uh, this guy stopped him, and he ended up getting an award for it. But the story you're talking about was the there is um, a doomsday machine. This is fucking real. The Russians, yeah. the Russians made that will take in uh, from all these sensors all over the world – 
uh, any detection of a nuclear blast and determine if it needs to launch everything. Oh, yeah, And yeah, there's yeah. a guy whose job it is to check the signal and be like, okay, yeah, blast it. And uh, he got a signal on his radar that, like, thousands of missiles were being launched. <laughs> and he's like, nah. <laughs> and he didn't launch it. And, yeah, that he there was at a point where two men decided yeah. if we were going to if And, and can you imagine if he was like, if he was like, oh, yeah, those are, those are real missiles coming at us and just launched everything. Oh, my God. I, and it's thinking about, like. And that's just how it would end for us. Not we even wouldn't even know. We would just see an explosion oh, yeah. and never know why. And not even thinking about the nuclear aftermath, but like the hit, if humanity does survive that, like the history that'll come with that, because people are gonna be like, "Oh, these people fired the missiles first, yeah. and then these people might have fired the missiles first, but they were technically both right because they did yeah, think that yeah, there were missiles yeah. coming to them." Yeah. yeah. Which is fucking crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, and you know, that's that's I love that shit with books and whatever. yeah, oh yeah, I love same reading about all that because like. And this all is related to our topic of death because nuclear war is everything. Dying. And it's definitely a real, a real, um, definitely a realistic. Uh, oh yeah, uh, thing that could happen. Uh, Gecko Jeeper says his dad did maintenance on ICBMs when he was in the Air Force, and That's his dad tight. said it was very surreal. I I would feel weird about be like, yep, missiles good. Yeah, he launched at millions. Of this people. can kill millions of people. Hooray. Past inspection. Uh, so I have, uh, if you guys want to read some books that are about dying or whatever, but not explicitly sad. Yeah. I have some good ones. Stiff by Mary Roach is a great one. I think you'd like that because it's, it's like the character, the writer has a really good voice and, uh, it's a nonfiction story about how corpses are used. Ooh. Yeah. And it's really cool. I learned a lot about that. Um, and that's a great one. If you, if you kind of like that vibe of like. Uh, voice and nonfiction and learning assassination vacation by Sarah Vowell is a book just about uh, like three presidential assassinations and they go around the world or go around the country and, and visit the sites related to it. It's, oh, it's damn, really okay. cool. It's yeah. great. Um, and then I had on killing on my notes. Oh really? You did? Yeah. 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 By David Grossman. Got yeah. that book sitting up on my, uh... it's uh, so, okay. A couple things about that book. One, half the facts he makes up are bullshit. Two, he at the end he blames video games for violence. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember a lot of that book, Big but that's boomer fucking hilarious. Yeah. energy and then giant boomer energy. Three, that guy goes around and teaches cops to kill people, so he's not cool anymore. Yeah, not the greatest of human yeah, beings. Yeah, he kind of sucks. Um, and uh, so it, it is an interesting book, though. Yeah, definitely was, worth a read, but take it with a grain. Read of salt. A, read the book and then go on Wikipedia and read everybody's complaints about it. Yeah. Uh, and then also, if you want to just read a book about fucking murderous savagery, just read American Psycho. Yeah. Oh, super brutal book. What a classic. It is. Yeah, fucking absolute classic. Um. So are that's what is that where we're gonna wrap I mean, it that's up? Pretty that's much pretty it, much all the cold we open about. was like. Uh, five or yeah, minutes. Yeah, or whatever, and in our so. first, we were at like fifteen minutes or so. The oh, first, that's right. The first, shit, it'll yeah. be a mega long episode. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna end that there. Thank you so much for stopping by. We will see you again next week. If you would like to, you can follow me on my other social medias at allmylinks.com slash snacks and official. If you could do us and be so kind to rate and subscribe to yeah. this, you, uh, I'm not just about to say YouTube channel, you rate and uh, subscribe to our podcast. It will get us put in front of more viewers. If there is one thing that helps podcasts get seen, it is you rating and writing reviews on it. That's literally the one thing you can do to help us out tenfold besides actually listening. 
Um, but yeah, you can follow me on my other social medias at allmylinks.com slash next and official. I do true crime and makeup on my YouTube channel. I post dumb videos on TikTok uh, and then just dumb pictures of myself on Instagram. Uh, but thank you so much for stopping by. If you have any complaints, concerns, comments, please email us at snackspacksmail at gmail.com. That's S-N-A-X-P-A-X mail at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, please. You can also send us personal letters uh, at my P.O. box, and the uh, and we will read them on air if you want us to, or I'll put them in a YouTube video and read them there. But you can send us letters at P.O. box 442137, Lawrence, Kansas, 66044. And you know what? If you guys wanted to send us stuff that you want to see us shoot, I'll do that too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> I we'll to do that forever. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll post videos of, of us shooting stuff or uh, do our own demolition range. If you said, yeah, if you send us like candy and shit, I don't know something that you want us to try out. You want to see what it looks like when you shoot a five pound gummy bear? Yeah, let, yeah, let's go, dude. <laughs> and then I'll eat it it's with all ammo. the bullet fragments in it. Oh, um, delicious. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much for stopping by. We'll see you guys next week. We hope you have the best day ever and all the good things happen to you. Um, be safe, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and don't die. And wear a mask. And wear a mask. Love you so much. Bye-bye.